48K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Sean Kennedy. The headlines. A local delegate to the mainland's top advisory body hints at room to manoeuvre of the controversial extradition proposal. A civic party lawmaker wants aviation authorities to investigate incidents in which Hong Kong airline jets lost parts en route to Tokyo. And a new report shows Singapore leapfrogging the SAR to become the world's most competitive economy. A local delegate to the mainland's top advisory body, Alan Hu, says it's fine to raise the threshold for extradition as the mainland may only request criminals who have committed more serious offences. The government yesterday said it was considering a proposal to only extradite suspects accused of crimes punishable by at least seven years in jail, up from the three years stated in its extradition bill. Mr Hu, the chairman of the Basic Law Institute, says he's not worried that Hong Kong would become a potential haven for criminals accused of lesser offences. Three years is really at the very lower end of the spectrum. Uh, so in this respect, uh, we strongly recommend that the threshold should be increased to at least five, but preferably seven years. Uh, as we say, that even the requesting state or the requesting authority, if it's mainland China, will be looking for rendition only for the more serious offences. And in China, offences in terms of punishment, in terms of the quantum of sentence, is much more severe than in Hong Kong. Civic Party lawmaker and pilot Jeremy Tam has urged aviation safety authorities to look into an incident in which multiple Hong Kong airline jets heading to Tokyo were found to have lost parts en route. Japanese reports cited six cases within three days involving parts like screws and light shades which protect pilots from glare. Mr Tam says it's uncommon to have frequent cases within a short time. He says authorities should investigate if this involves maintenance issues or aircraft design. For the investigations, for no doubt, you will go back to the maintenance log and to see any maintenance being carried out for that particular part being uh, falling off from the aircraft. And also look at the maintenance schedule. Are they all according to the regulations? And on top of that, also need to be aware when you talk about you know six objects you know falling off uh, the aircraft, is it actually from the same aircraft or different aircraft? If it's from different aircraft, are they the same aircraft type? That is actually quite important because if you say, you know, it's actually from different aircraft, then the question we'll, we'll be asking is that actually a design problem. A report has ranked Singapore the world's most competitive economy, stealing the, stops, the top spot from the United States. As Janice Wong reports, Hong Kong's ranking remains unchanged at second place. It's the first time since 2010 that Singapore has taken the top spot. The report by the International Institute for Management Development says Singapore's rise was driven by its advanced technological infrastructure, the availability of skilled labour, favourable immigration laws and efficient ways to set up new businesses. The United States slipped from top to third place over higher fuel prices, weaker high-tech exports and fluctuations in the US dollar. Hong Kong held on to second place, helped by a benign tax and business policy environment and access to business finance. It maintained its top ranking in government efficiency for the fifth year, but its ranking for business efficiency slipped to second place. China's overall competitiveness slipped one spot to 14th. The report assesses 63 economies on economic performance, government and business efficiency and infrastructure. 
The Consumer Council is calling for a revamp of health insurance practices after it found a wide gap between what claimants expected and what they actually received. In a two-year study involving more than a 1,000 consumers and market researchers, the Council discovered that elderly policyholders often decide against renewing policies because the costs are getting too high. It also noted that insurers have different definitions for key policy terms for different contracts. The watchdog's chief executive, Jilly Wong, says Hong Kong can learn from six jurisdictions that it delved into on how to ensure better health care protection for consumers. All different jurisdictions, including Australia, the Irish, the mainland, Singapore, uh, the Malaysia, they have their different ways in approaching different issues. Uh, but what we feel is, in general, all these are great measures to safeguard the consumers. Just to give you a very um, classic example is Australia. They are uh, standardizing the level of benefits and definitions for treatments. This is very important for consumers because for an average consumer, it's very hard for them to understand the definition of different treatments. But if you can standardize it and make it very easily comprehensible for them, they can compare themselves and empower themselves. The Chinese telecoms company Huawei has accused the United States of using the strength of an entire nation to target a private company after Washington, in effect, banned American firms from doing business with it. Huawei's chief legal officer said the firm was asking the U.S. courts to speed up their judgment in its case against the Trump administration. Here's the BBC's Robin Brandt. Huawei is at the center of a multifaceted confrontation with the U.S. government, which claims the firm is a national security threat because of close links with China's ruling Communist Party. Huawei believes it has been targeted specifically and illegally after moves to freeze it out of the highly lucrative U.S. market. The company lodged the initial complaint in March. It now wants the U.S. courts to speed up the process, saying it believes it has a strong case. A landmark trial linked to the opioid epidemic that's killing nearly a 1,000 Americans each week has begun in Oklahoma. State authorities are suing the pharmaceutical giant Johnson & Johnson, accusing it of deceit in its marketing of highly addictive painkillers. Mike Hunter is the Attorney General for Oklahoma. Our evidence will show, Your Honor, that in their zeal to provide a magic drug, they ignored centuries of experience, well-documented scientific histories of deadly addiction epidemics, and embarked on a cynical, deceitful, multi-million dollar brainwashing campaign to establish opioid analgesics as the magic drug. The company denies wrongdoing. Its lawyer Larry Ottaway said regulators hadn't said how addictive the drugs were. We must point out that the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration of the federal government, said it rarely causes addiction. We're not mocking anyone, but facts are stubborn things. Two other firms have already settled out of court. Differences have emerged between France and Germany over the selection of the most senior EU officials after elections last week that shifted the political balance in the bloc's parliament. At a summit in Brussels, the German Chancellor Angela Merkel said she stood by her choice of fellow German Manfred Weber to become president of the European Commission. The French president, Emmanuel Macron, hasn't mentioned him as a candidate. Another senior EU official, Donald Tusk, said the recent elections were a success. He said Brexit had made voters more pro-European. I have no doubt that one of the reasons why people on the continent voted for a pro-European majority is also Brexit. If Europeans see what Brexit means in practice, they also draw conclusions. 
Brexit has been a vaccine against anti-EU propaganda and fake news. Senior UN officials have warned of a, U- a humanitarian catastrophe, catastrophe is developing in northwest Syria, where millions of people are threatened by fierce fighting. Mark Lowcock, the UN's Undersecretary General for Humanitarian Affairs, says government forces have been using barrel bombs against civilians in Idlib province and that hospitals had been deliberately targeted. Some of the health facilities that have been hit are ones for which the coordinates are provided to the warring parties so that they can fulfil their obligations to protect those places. So these are clear violations. They're violations of international humanitarian law and they are violations of Security Council resolutions. Swedish teenage activist Greta Thunberg and actor and former politician Arnold Schwarzenegger have called on world leaders to acknowledge the seriousness of global warming. Speaking at the Austrian World Summit in Vienna, Ms Thunberg said her generation would suffer the most from the consequences of climate change. Mr Schwarzenegger criticised politicians for only having big business interests in mind and neglecting the demands of the younger generation. If there's a will, if those politicians really want to represent you, yes, they can. They can accomplish those goals. But maybe they're just wanting to represent the oil companies. Maybe they want to represent the car companies. British court documents have revealed that a jailed Azeri banker's wife ran up bills of more than 20 million US dollars at a local store, Harrods, in London. 55-year-old Samira Hadjieva is the first person in Britain to have property confiscated under an unexplained wealth order. Here's the BBC's Dominic Cassiani. On one day alone in 2008, she spent £433,000 on Cartier jewellery. The papers, which were previously confidential, reveal how a series of opaque companies in the British Virgin Islands and Guernsey paid for her £15 million home and golf course in Berkshire. Experts say the complexity of these arrangements reveal how far behind the government remains in uncovering suspected money laundering. Mrs Hadjieva denies wrongdoing. Harrod said it assisted the investigation and any responsibility for her spending was with the credit card companies. The Australian Broadcasting Corporation says Australian Navy pilots were hit by lasers during flights in the contested South China Sea area. The National Broadcaster says it was told by defence sources that the helicopters were targeted during night flights, forcing the pilots to return to their ships for medical checkups. The laser attacks were believed to have come from fishing boats, but the ABC said it hadn't confirmed if they were Chinese-flagged vessels. Beijing last year rejected US allegations that Chinese nationals shone military-grade lasers at American pilots in Djibouti, where China operates a naval base. And the authorities in Sri Lanka have signed an initial agreement with India and Japan to develop a deep-sea container terminal at Colombo. The scale of the investment hasn't been made public. Analysts say the deal may counterbalance Beijing's growing influence in Sri Lanka. The U.S. Treasury has again found that China isn't manipulating its currency, but found but called on Beijing to take steps to avoid a persistently weak renminbi. In a biannual report, the Treasury said while China didn't disclose its foreign exchange intervention, it estimated that direct intervention by the People's Bank of China in last year was limited. Finance now in the currencies. The US dollar is trading at 109.35 yen. The euro stands at 1 US dollar and 11 cents. The pound is worth 9 Hong Kong dollars and 93 cents. And a short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 27,342, 48 points down on the previous close.
Turnover stand at $43 billion. And now with the sports, here's Adam Chung. The stage is set for tonight's all-English Europa League final between Arsenal and Chelsea taking place in the Azerbaijan capital, Baku. Arsenal must win in order to secure a place in the Champions League for next season. Chelsea's place in the Champions League is already confirmed after a third-place finish in the English Premier League. It's been widely reported that the Chelsea boss Maurizio Sarri could leave the club even if he wins the Europa League. But Sarri says he isn't concerned about his position at Chelsea next season. I want to, to think only to the final, of course. Then I have a contract with Chelsea for two years. And so, first of all, uh, I will speak uh, with Chelsea. But uh, this is not the moment. Now we have to think only to the final. Tennis and the world number one Naomi Osaka had to come from a set down to progress to the second round of the French Open. Osaka dropped the first set quickly to Slovakia's Anna Karolina Schmidlova, who then twice served for the match. But the U.S. and Australian Open champion took the second set tiebreak and won it in the third. Defending champion Simona Halep also needed three sets to get through to the second round, beating the world number 47 Ella Tomlanovic. Halep won 6-2-3-6-6-1. In my opinion, it was a great match. Uh, the level was great and uh, actually her level in the second set was really high. So um, I had uh, to be focused more on myself to, to find out what I have to play better uh, in the third set to be able to win. Next to cricket, India beat Bangladesh, while West Indies beat New Zealand in the final warm-up matches before the World Cup gets underway tomorrow. With more details, the BBC's Charles Dagnall. India put aside their demolition by New Zealand three days ago with a comfortable victory in Cardiff. MS Dhoni and KL Rahul both hit sublime centuries when in a precarious position at 102 for four. Rahul was more controlled while Dhoni rolled back the years, blasting 113 from 78 balls. Meanwhile, the West Indies treated a strong New Zealand attack with disdain, amassing a 421 in Bristol with Shea Hope reaching three figures, while the Black Caps fell 91 runs short. Kevin Durant is traveling with the Golden State Warriors to Toronto for the first two games of the NBA Finals. It means the two-time reigning Finals MVP could return to the lineup as early as Game 2. Durant missed the past five games since sustaining a calf injury in Game 5 of the second-round series against Houston. He's already been ruled out for Game 1 of the Finals, which starts Friday morning Hong Kong time. The Warriors are playing in the Finals for the fifth straight year, while the Raptors are there for the first time in franchise history. And that's your look at sports. And when the news, the top stories once again. A local delegate to the mainland's top advisory body hints at room to manoeuvre over the controversial extradition proposal. A civic party lawmaker calls on aviation safety authorities to investigate incidents in which Hong Kong airline jets lost parts en route to Tokyo. And a new report shows Singapore leapfrogging the SAR to become the world's most competitive economy. The news from RTHK. Just kind of 
it's time.